Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Greetings, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well out there today. We are still dealing with the current coronavirus pandemic. It is May 13th, 2020. And instead of talking about how to deal with the coronavirus pandemic, we've done that for the last several weeks. I want to talk about something that is maybe one of the most important things we can talk about. And we studied it this past Sunday, and it's this idea of a covenant. This past Sunday, we talked about the covenant of love. And we looked at both the old covenant and the new covenant that God made with his people in the scriptures. And we looked at some of their similarities. We looked at some of their differences. But we really tried to wrap our minds around this word covenant and what it means and why it's so profound for us And covenant is a word I've heard for most of my Christian journey, but as I've studied it recently, it's just really opened my mind and heart to God's love even more so. And I'm hoping today will just be another step in that for all of us, is to really appreciate this covenant that God made with his people. As we mentioned this past Sunday, a covenant is sort of a vow, an agreement, a promise that God has made with his people that he will love them faithfully and eternally, and he seals that covenant with blood. We mentioned how in the Old Testament he sealed it with the blood of oxen, sacrificial oxen. But in the New Covenant, he has sealed it with the blood of his son. And that immediately tells you that this New Covenant is bigger, better, and greater just because of the sacrifice that it demanded for God to make this covenant and then seal this covenant. And I want to talk about that covenant today. And the the aspect I want to look at it today is why is a covenant relationship with the Lord so profound? Or you could just say it this way. Why a covenant? Why a covenant? Why do we need a covenant? How important is a covenant for you and I? And I want to wrap my mind around just a few ideas and few thoughts I've had around this idea of why a covenant. I've thought of nine, and I'm sure there's a lot more than this, but I've came up with nine things for why a covenant is so important and profound for each of us. And I just want to walk through these with you quickly because I think by pausing and looking at these things, we'll just be touched. Our hearts will be pricked. We'll just be desiring to love the Lord greater based on his great love for us. And we that's a theme and a thread we find all the way through scripture. But when you put it all together in this idea of a covenant and you wrap your mind around this one really important thing, it has to have an impact. And I'm hoping it has a really powerful impact on us today as we continue talking about it. So nine things I came up with over why a covenant. Number one is this, a covenant is a safety for us. A covenant is a safety. You could put it this way. A covenant is the greatest insurance plan that has ever been created. Because when God made a covenant with his people, it's a promise. And if you know anything about scripture and you know anything about God, God cannot break a promise. He's incapable of breaking a promise. I never thought I'd say God is incapable of doing something, but he is. He's incapable of breaking a promise. Once he makes a promise and a covenant to us, It can't be broken, not by him. And that's a safety for us because that's the best insurance plan anyone has ever come up with. That means that if we enter into this covenant with the Lord and we keep our side of the covenant, which God's side of the covenant is way harder than our side. If we keep our side of the covenant, we have God's love for the rest of eternity. It's a promise. God cannot break that promise. 
And to me, that's a safety. I don't know where else I can find that in the world. I have a loving wife. I have a true and faithful spouse who loves me faithfully. But it's honest. We're both people. We're both fallible people. We're both capable of breaking the marriage covenant. And that's sad to think about, but it's a reality because we're sinful people in a sin-cursed world. And I don't think there's any chance my wife and I are going to give up on our marriage, but it is possible. And that's the thing about God's covenant. It's not possible. It's not possible for God to break his covenant with us. And I can't tell you what kind of peace that brings to my soul that God has promised he will love me forever. He will be my God forever. He will watch out for me forever. He will protect me forever. He will never let me go. He will never forsake me. I don't know anyone who can say that. Anyone in my life who can give me that kind of assurance. But I know my God can because he's promised it and because I know his nature. He cannot break a promise and that's a safety for us. So number one reason why a covenant is because it's safe. It's secure. It's peace-giving. And I need that. I need that kind of love and acceptance. I think we all do. I think we're looking for it in aspects of this world and we're not finding it. It's because it's only found in God. So why a covenant? Because it's a safety to us. Number two, a covenant proves God's unending love for us. The very fact that God created a covenant proves how much he loves us. Because he could have just said, I love you, just believe it, and I just want you to understand it. But no, he didn't. He said, I am going to show you my love. I'm going to tell you what a covenant is. I'm going to display my covenant love and promises to you. I'm going to seal it with the blood of my son. And I'm going to go to such lengths and such depths so that you don't have to just take my word for it. You will see my love firsthand up close. I've mentioned this before, but I've only been one time to a sporting event where I sat close enough to see the court firsthand. I was, we had courtside seats or as close as we could get in our money in our price range. And we were, we were courtside to a basketball game once. And I'm going to tell you, it's different than watching the game on TV. It's different than watching the game in the cheap seats and the nosebleed seats that we usually went to. Seeing the players that close was different. It was more special. And that's kind of what God's love is to us for those who have experienced his covenant love is I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced his love to such a degree I can't be talked out of it. I can't be convinced by someone else that God's love doesn't exist because I've experienced it. I've seen it firsthand. I've touched it. It's touched me. And that covenant that God made with us is a proof of his unending love for us. He doesn't just say, take my word for it. He says, experience it. Or it says in the Old Testament, taste and see that the Lord is good. Right? Sample it. Taste and sample the love of God because when you do, you will not leave. And God says, experience it, come close to it. And I want you to see my covenant love. I want to prove to you that I have loved you. I want to prove to you that I am loving you. And I want to prove to you that I will love you for the rest of eternity. And a lot of people can say that, but our God proves it. He proves it every day of our lives if we're paying attention. So why covenant? Because it proves God's unending love for us. Number three. 
A covenant helps us look past the temporary. Because everything in this world is temporary, right? Everything has a expiration date on it. As soon as you get something, they say about th that about a car, as soon as you get a car, it starts to depreciate as soon as you drive it off a lot. And that's just kind of how things are. As soon as a piece of technology comes out and you get the brand new phone or tablet or computer, it's only a couple months before there's something more brand new. And your thing is starting to go obsolete and old and sluggish. And that's just how things are built in this world because we live in a temporary sin-cursed world. But a covenant helps us look past the temporary. It brings us in to the, the place of eternity where everything is unique. Everything is special. Everything lasts. Everything doesn't rust. Everything doesn't fade. Everything doesn't spoil. Everything isn't stolen by people. God says, come into my place of dwelling. My place of dwelling is eternal. And when the covenant comes to us, it says, come. And that's what John 3.16, that we love about John 3.16, it says, whoever believes will not perish, but will have eternal life. I mean, life is good enough. I want life, but you put eternal in front of that, and that's the best gift anyone can ever experience. So God says, come into the covenant where the temporary goes away and the eternal comes. Because God is eternal. He can only be eternal. God is not temporary. He's the great I am. He's from everlasting to everlasting. That's what the scripture says. And so when you come into a covenant of love with that God, you become everlasting as well. And that's, that's an amazing promise that God's covenant draws us out of the temporary, helps us look past the temporary and says, this is what you've been looking for. You know that void inside of you that says there's got to be something better than this. There's got to be something greater than this. I was built for something bigger than what the world can give me. Yes, that's the covenant. I've designed you for something eternal. And the covenant will bring you into that place. And you will never leave. And you will know your purpose. You will know my love. You will know my assurance. You will know my peace. And they will never leave you. So why a covenant? Because it helps us look past their temporary. Number four, a covenant removes fears, doubts, and insecurities. And that kind of goes back to number one. It's a place of safety for us. Because a covenant removes those fears and doubts and insecurities because I've been in relationships like this. My current relationship with my wife is not this way. I want to stress that. But I've been relationships in relationships before where they've been fickle and you're unsure about where you stand with the person. And as soon as you say something wrong or do something wrong or their expectations aren't met, they're gone. They're gone. And so what that does is it allows a lot of fears, doubts, and insecurities to rise up because you're never quite sure if you're accepted. Well, the covenant removes those fears, doubts, and insecurities because it says to us, I received you when you were a sinner. And now that I've made you something you've, you were not, I redeemed you, I forgave you, I saved you from your sins, I have loved you when you were the worst possible case you could be. When you were a sinner, I loved you. Now that you're cleaned up, now that you're maturing, now that you're becoming like Jesus Christ, of course I'm going to love you because I already loved you back when you were the worst. You could be. And that's what Romans and many parts of Scripture says. Christ died for the ungodly. Christ loved us while we were sinners. And if Christ loved me when I was the absolute worst case I could be and he promised me his love then and he said my covenant is for you then, how much more can I rest in him now that he's making me something of beauty and maturity and Christ-like? 
And all those fears, doubts, and insecurities I have about relationships, they're gone. They don't have to be there anymore. I don't have to question, is God going to love me tomorrow? Is God going to love me today? Is he going to be there for me tomorrow? Is he going to abandon me tomorrow? Am I going to be on the streets tomorrow? I don't have to ask those questions because God said, I already loved you back then. I loved you when you were a sinner. I loved you when you were a wretch. I loved you when you were ungodly. And now that I'm pouring my love and grace into you to make you something of beauty, of course I'm going to love you. So all those fears and doubts and insecurities that plague almost every relationship with God in the covenant, they're gone. And man, I am thankful for that. So why a covenant? A covenant removes fears, doubts, and insecurities. Number five, a covenant protects us from evil's desire to destroy us. That's another great thing about God's covenant. And this is a really bad an analogy and illustration for it, but it, it's kind of like a bubble. It's a big protection. God puts his loving arms around us, and by doing that, he keeps the devil at bay. So the devil, you have to understand this about the devil, he wants us dead. He wants us devoured. It says he's like a prowling lion seeking someone to devour. And he wants us dead. Make no bones about it. If he could, he'd kill every single one of us right now. So why are we alive? Why are we listening to this podcast today? It's because God brought us into a covenant and he took his big, strong arms and wrapped them around us. And now the devil can't come near us. The devil can't come near us. The only play the devil has is to shout lies at us while we're in the protection of God so that we will leave God's loving arms because he can't come and get us. He can't come and touch us. He can't come and hurt us. So he's got one play to lie to us enough so that we say, you know what, devil? I think you're right. I'm going back to the world. I'm going back to my sins. I don't want this God anymore. So that's his one play. But he can't actually hurt us and harm us any longer because God is protecting us and holding us. And a covenant protects us from evil's desire to destroy us. Aren't you thankful for that protection in your life? That the devil is salivating to get you, to kill you, to destroy you, to hurt you. And because of Christ's love wrapped around your soul, he cannot any longer. Why a covenant? Because a covenant protects us from evil's desire to destroy us. Number six, a covenant helps us taste what heaven will be like. I mean, that's exactly what a covenant is. It's a sample of what heaven is going to be like. Now, here in the earth, we live to some degree, still with our flesh, still with our sin nature, still with the devil shouting and lying at us, still with a world that hates us, still with a lot of pain and troubles here in the world. But we have a covenant right now. If you're in Christ, if you believe in Christ, you're in a covenant love with God and he's saying to you, look, look at what this can be. Look at what I want you to have. This is why I say in Matthew, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Because when I bring you into a covenant, you experience my love. You experience my nature. You experience my unfading treasures. And every single time you experience that, you're getting closer to having that as your eternal reality someday. Every single time I experience God, maybe it's in a Bible study or when I'm speaking to him in prayer or when I'm with the church, every time I experience God, I'm sampling heaven. And God is saying to me, look at what you're drawing near to. 
Look at what you're getting closer to. The things of this earth that you hate, the things that are hurting you, the things that you wish were not a part of your life, they're fading away little by little. And you're getting closer and closer every step to a land, the promised land, heaven, where you will experience joy, peace, gladness forevermore. And all of those things that hurt you and harmed you and made you frustrated about life will be gone forever. And I'm going to bring you into the covenant now so you cannot just, again, take my word for it, that heaven is great. Just believe me. No, he says, sample it. Experience me. Draw near to me. Pray to me. Trust my promises. Bank on my promises. Test my promises. See if they're true. See if they're valid. And if they are, this is a sample of what it's going to be like in the other side. When I bring you into the kingdom of God and I remove all of that darkness forever, and you're just going to have me and love and peace and joy forevermore. Why a covenant? Because it helps us taste what heaven's going to be like. And again, heaven is not this like Disneyland of our fleshly desires. No, what it is, is it's closeness to God in love, in protection, in safety forever with no darkness, with no devil, with no pain, with no insecurity. And now we can taste of that right now. In fact, we have to taste of it right now because that experience gets us ready for heaven. And why a covenant? It helps us taste what heaven will be like. Number seven, a covenant reveals to the world what it's like to know God. See, there's a lot of this kind of take my word for it experience, even with evangelism, that I don't think is, is the way it was meant to be. I don't think we're just supposed to convince people with our arguments that God is real, loving, and true. I think what we're supposed to do is represent it to them that he's loving, true, and real. And the way that we do that is we, we live otherworldly. We live like God. We have peace and hope and trust that the world doesn't know. We have security. We have insurance. We have assurance that the world doesn't experience. They're supposed to be able to look at Christians and go, man, they have something that I don't have. And they're supposed to want that. The best evangelism pours out of a lifestyle that is already representing that to the world. It does. When you can teach the gospel and share the gospel and it flows out of a life of someone who's really radically experiencing God's love firsthand, man, that's powerful. That's a powerful team. When you have to convince people with your arguments and you have to defend the gospel, and you have to try to win them over with your words. No, I don't think that's the best evangelism. The best evangelism is when someone can see it and realize that you have it, and then they want it. And a covenant reveals to this world what it's like to not just know about God, but to know God. To have God with us, to have God watching over us, to have God loving us, to have God forgiving us, to have God protecting us. When the world knows nothing of it, but they want it. They're looking for it in a lot of different areas in this life and they're not finding it. And the Christians have it. And a covenant, once we realize it and once we properly understand it and appreciate it, we display something to this world that they can't find anywhere else. And that's supposed to draw them to the light. So why a covenant? It reveals to the world what it's like to know God. Number eight, a covenant, when properly understood, knocks down all the idols of all shapes and sizes that come into our lives. When you understand the great love of God, it is the best idol breaker, idol destroyer of all time. 
When you understand God's grace, when God loves you, when God forgives you, when God picks you up, when God dusts you off, when God shows you his mercy, when God is relentless in helping you live for him, stay in the covenant, and watching over you, man, it destroys those idols in your lives. And I know that firsthand. It's because I've had idols in my life, and those idols were not destroyed until the Lord's love came in. When the Lord came in with his covenant love, those other idols couldn't hold a candle to my God, to my Lord Jesus. And they just I just put them away because I compared them with Christ. And I said, okay, if, if you can rival Jesus, if you can top him in what he offers me, I'll consider you. But none of them can. Because when you actually line up the Lord and his love for you and his promises toward you, all the idols, they pale. They look flimsy. They look futile. And you just don't want them anymore. And if you're still hanging on to idols in your life, I don't really think you're with the Lord as close as you should be. If you're really gazing at the Lord and focusing upon his love and his grace and His everything he is to you, those idols will go away faster than you think they're able to. And so why a covenant? A covenant, when properly understood, it knocks down idols of all shapes and sizes. Ones that have been plaguing people and addicting people for years. When someone experiences the true love of Christ, they don't need idols anymore. They don't need those poor man's gods anymore because they have the true God. They have the God that can actually help them. They can have that God that can actually protect them, can actually sustain them, can actually love them, can actually stand with them on judgment day and say, they're righteous based on my death and resurrection. And all other idols promise things that they can't come through on and our God can. And number nine, why a covenant? A covenant allows us to love the Lord. A covenant allows us to love the Lord. In fact, you can't have a covenant unless God loves us and we're committed to loving God. A covenant only takes place when two parties enter into it and say their vows to each other. That's why marriage is called a covenant. Because it's not one person dragging the other person, kicking and screaming to the altar. No, it's two people standing there in their free will saying, I desire to love you. I am promising to love you for the rest of my life. God has already said that to us. And we've talked about eight reasons of why a covenant is so special and profound. But here's a really special gift to cap them all off. We get to love God. A covenant allows me to enter in to this arena where I can love my God. There was a time in my life where I wasn't loving God at all. I didn't have fellowship with God at all. God did not smile upon me. God did not want what I was doing. God did not care about my talents and abilities because they were all stained in sin. But when Christ came into my soul, he cleansed me head to toe, inside and out. And he brought me back together with God. It's a term we called reconciliation. And now that I'm back together with God and I'm cleansed, and I'm made holy, I can now love the Lord. And it's a love that he accepts. It's a love that he wants. It's a love that he craves. And I can't tell you what a privilege that is for someone who lived a lot of their life as a sinner and a selfish person to now have an experience to bring something to God that he delights in and wants. I see the joy on my children's face when they give something to dad or mom for Father's Day or Mother's Day or birthdays, and they could tell we want it. We accept it. 
We're delighted by it. That brings joy to my children when they know I gave something to mom and dad that they want. Guys, a covenant allows us to love the Lord, to not just receive his love, but to live a life of love to the Lord. And I am thankful for that. I am thankful for this covenant. There's nine reasons about why a covenant. I hope you understand how special this covenant is. I hope you're embracing this covenant with God. I hope you've said yes to Jesus Christ and you're saying yes to him every single day. I hope that you're proving to him how valuable his love is in your life by giving him the same love in return because he is worthy of it. No one and nothing else in this world can offer even a glimpse of what God offers us in his covenant of love. I hope you appreciate that today. I hope you are finding your joy and your satisfaction and your security in Christ Jesus today. Because if you understand this covenant, you will never leave and you will do whatever necessary to stay close to God. Because no one and nothing can love him, excuse me, can love you like he does And there's no one else that you'd rather love than the one who spilled his blood so that you could live forever. I hope that's encouraging to you. Many blessings. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.